Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Good morning, fam. What's up, Yee? I wasn't sure if Charlemagne was there or not, because I'm in Detroit. Well, you knew he wasn't here. It's Tuesday! No, he doesn't get here to 6.04. Oh, okay. I thought he was doing better. <laughs> oh, no, but what's up, Yee? You out in Detroit? What are you doing yes, in Detroit? Because you did a whole week, right? Yeah, so actually I was here yesterday, and that was for a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And so shout out to everybody that participated in that. It was a great conversation about black women and families and Michigan issue reform. Uh-huh. And I was on a panel there. Tom Perez, who's the DNC chair, was there and he spoke. Uh, we had Senator Karen Carter-Peterson there. Joaquinia Klan, who put it together. Mm-hmm. She's senior advisor to the DNC chairman, Tom Perez. I mean, it was a great panel of women uh, and talked about a lot of different issues that affect people. Across the nation, but in particular, they were focused on Michigan. They had the mayor from Flint, Michigan. She was there as well, and she Mm -hmm. spoke and uh, told us basically everything that she's been doing in Flint, having to deal with uh, the water issue, Mayor Karen Weaver. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty great night last night. Yeah, I'm out in Detroit, actually, this Thursday. I'll be out there in Detroit. Uh, you know, uh, Chevrolet is doing something for all the HBCUs. They actually did it. They got seven different students from different uh, HBUs that are doing journalists as their major and just putting them together, putting them on papers, just doing things for them to help them out in their future. So shout out to Chevrolet. So I'll be there for that. Charlemagne just walked yeah. in. What up, Charlemagne? Why is their bottles hypnotic all over the place? Uh, wow, got- y'all are having a party now that I'm not there. Like, who the hell? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know hypnotic still existed. I didn't but know hypnotic still existed. They sent me a box. Uh, it's a bottle of hypnotic, uh, mm-hmm. a bowl, and some cereal. So they want you to, I guess, eat cereal with hypnotic yeah. in it. What the hell do I look like? Well, you guys take it easy uh, in there today. Who, who, who you think I am? It's biscuit? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not drinking know. no goddamn liquor with no cereal. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what they said this morning. <laughs> if I want to drink blue cereal, I eat Fruit Loops. Well, you know what cereal they out doing? They're doing a, a shark, 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 a shark, baby shark cereal. That and launches next, next uh, the, week. The moment is passed on that. Unless the box sings, nobody wants that. Unless you unless yeah. you get the box and the box sings that Every song. Every time you open the box, it's like... Burr, 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 burr. Yeah, kids aren't going to be intrigued by that. I heard no. that on the news this morning that they're doing that. Nah, I'm not interested. Well, I'm not a kid, so from, I don't know. From the creators <laughs> it's of... It's not for uh, you. Exactly. <laughs> from the creators of Mr. T's uh, cereal. From the creators of uh, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. That'll get the kids intrigued. Kids <laughs> are like, who the hell morning. is Mr. T, Daddy? Oh, uh, man. Who's Mr. T, Mommy? Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, YBN Corday will be joining us this morning. YBN Corday, he's got an album out called The Lost Boy. The Lost Boy, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll kick it with him in a little bit. And then we got Front Page News. What are we talking about? Well, I'm actually in Detroit, and I'll be at the Democratic debates tonight. So I'm going to give you some information on what's happening tonight and tomorrow night in Detroit. Who's going to be on stage? How do people qualify for the debate? And what happens if they don't do well? All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah, I just signed a deal. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Uh, well, let's start with the Democratic debates that are happening. The first night is tonight, and that's going to be on from 8 to 10 tonight. So you can watch that on CNN or watch it streaming on all of the CNN apps. 
And uh, for tonight, who's going to be on stage? Marianne Williamson, Tim Ryan, Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Beto O'Rourke, John Hickenlooper, John Delaney, and Steve Bullock. I love a lot of people on that stage. Um, I like Tim Ryan a whole lot because Tim Ryan is always out here talking about mental health and social and emotional learning. I like Mayor Pete. Uh, I like Marianne Williamson. Not when she's running for president, but when she's on Oprah Super Soul Conversations. And I like Bernie. So that's just for tonight. Don't forget mm-hmm. tomorrow night. Uh, There'll be more people on stage, and we'll break that down. But Kamala's on tomorrow. Joe Biden, Cory mm-hmm. Booker, Kirsten Gillibrand, Michael Bennett, Andrew Yang, Bill de Blasio, uh, Tulsi Gabbard. They're all on uh, tomorrow night. Now, now, did Joe Biden say he's not going to be nice anymore? He's no more Mr. Nice Guy. Well, he said he'll be less polite, and he'll fight back. So he said, if you come at me, I will hit back. And that's his plan for tonight. Now, candidates, or for tomorrow, they'll have 60 seconds to answer questions and 30 seconds for rebuttals and responses. You know, Democrats don't need to waste time arguing with each other and beating up on each other. They need to be on that stage warning America about the fact that the federal Republican Party has become a fascist institution and that your president is a traitor, a criminal, and a fascist dictator. That's what they need to be talking about. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about the festival shooter. We told you guys about this yesterday, the Gilroy Garlic Festival. They have gotten some information about the shooter. He, he did kill three people, a six-year-old boy, a 13-year-old girl, and the other man was in his 20s, and at least 12 other, other people were injured in the attack. Well, they don't have a motive, but they do know who the gunman is. He's 19. He was 19 years old, Santino Legan. They said he did legally purchase that rifle in Nevada. So a very unfortunate situation. Mm. He had an AK-47 type of rifle that he purchased on July 9th. They did find a social media page of an Instagram account that he created four days ago, uh, five days ago, and he had posted some messages shortly before the attack. Uh, he put, "A garlic festival time, come get wasted on overpriced ish." And they said that in school, he was kind of a problem child, and he had a spotty attendance record. He would defy authority by smart, being smart to his teachers, not smart as an intelligent, but. A smart mouth and picking smart verbal ass. fights with students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they said when he did come to campus, he was difficult to manage. So he just didn't like the garlic festival. That's why he decided to shoot it up. They said it seems like a random act, but they haven't determined what that motivation is. Yeah, it's never. I, yeah, I don't. It's never a random act when you decide to do a mass shooting. You you put some thought into that. All right, and a hacker has gained access to 100 million Capital One credit card applications and accounts. They said it's one of the biggest ever data breaches, and that person, Paige Thompson, is accused of breaking into the server and getting all those social security numbers, uh, social insurance numbers from Canada, 80,000 bank account numbers, people's names, addresses, credit scores, credit limits, balances, all that information, and then he tried to share that information. He was arrested in connection with that breach. Yeah, what do they do with with those people when they get called for that? Because they need harsh sentences, so... It stops people from doing it because it really messes up people's lives, people's credit, people's social security, things that they can't fix for years. Sometimes you don't even know about and it. Sometimes you don't even know about it. it's time to go do something and you're like, right. wait a minute. Nah, but it can affect your life. You, you know, you're trying to buy your first home. You're thinking everything's good. You run your credit and it's slow. And you're like, well, I didn't buy none of that stuff. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, though, think about the mindset of the criminal. In his mind, he's willing to take that chance and she's willing to take that chance because it's going to change her life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying she realizes that she has acted illegally and people will be notified about that breach. But they said it's going to cost a lot related to that hack because they have to send out those customer notifications, credit monitoring, techn- uh, technology costs, legal support, all of that because of that hack. They said it's going to cost between 100 and $150 million. Yeah, they said they're going to offer a credit monitoring if your credit was touched or hacked. So 
That's uh, through Capital One, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible night, or maybe you feel blessed. You want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What up, Envy? This is Phil, man. Hey, Charlotte, man, you're going to have to give your boy Nori to come to the front of the congregation with that Nas interview on Drink Chat. I, I know see- that's your boy. I ain't seen it yet. What happened? Man, that is disappointing, man. That is very horrible. One what? Hour, let alone... That's your boy Nori. You trying to give him something, man. I need to. What do you? Why though? Why you not giving me a reason why? What he, happened? He didn't ask Nas basically nothing. But you know, you know how Nori is. He need training on it. Hey man, you the greatest rapper ever. You know, give him all his little flowers. I don't know about that. I, I, from, I didn't see the full interview, but the clips I seen, it seemed like Nas is giving a couple of a, a good gems. He talked about the Prince story. He talked about a lot on it. And you watched the whole oh, thing, man. right? You were in, you were interested. Not to go, of course. Not to interview. What the world? But they I mean, I mean, nothing. but we gotta understand though. I don't know how you look at Nori, but Nori, that's what Drink Champs is for. It's to celebrate the artists. It's to big up the legends. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know Come what you. On, was, did, I don't know what you was he expecting. Did two hours with all the legends. Did two hours with Fifty. He did long hour with Jada. He got Fat Joe on there. Two hours. Good interviews. Nas one like Nas. Don't do interview. You gotta hit it. All right, well, you're entitled to your I'm going to tell you something, though. Can I say something? I interviewed Nas once, and while I was interviewing him, I guess there were certain questions he didn't want to discuss. So anytime I asked one of those questions, his security would step up and shake his finger no at me. Nas wouldn't answer that question, and we keep it moving. So I don't know what conversation they might have had behind the scenes. I don't know if that happened, but I do know they definitely... Right, off not doing it, then. Jay-Z answered <laughs> all the questions. Y'all. Thank you. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? I just know yeah. that I know that Nori likes to celebrate the artists, but I'm, I'm going to check it out probably this, sometime this week. Hello, who's this? It's John. Hey, what's up, St. John? Get it off your chest. Uh, man, first off, uh, good morning, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlotte McGee. Morning. What's happening, brother? <laughs> hey, I just wanted to say uh, I came from I'm from Florida. Uh, I played high school football, college football. I got a scholarship and I blew it my chances. But uh, I'm back in my community at the same high school, working for them and uh, coaching football now. So I just want to shout out Florida, Tallahassee. That's what it is, man. Appreciate it. Keep the keep them kids, man, because today's gonna be a hot one. So keep them kids nice and cool, bro. Oh yeah, we got it. We got it. Y'all popping? Appreciate you guys. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Yo, yeah, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Yep. Hey, Trav. How you living, boo? Yo, somebody called about you yesterday. I heard. I heard. And also, <laughs> and also I hope that y'all went and um, researched uh, what J. Cole said about that back in 2013, that he, uh, why he did that and what he's trying to bring attention to before you even asked me about it. Charlamagne. So he said that he, he said that J Cole used a gay, a gay slur for people who didn't hear it yesterday. J Cole, he's Clint, he was talking about J Cole using gay slurs in his music and why Trav never brought that up. What was he trying to bring attention uh, to? Yes, it happened. It happened in 2013. Um, J Cole's already talked about this. He said he's trying to bring attention <laughs> to the word being used in hip hop and hoping it would start a conversation and that people would ask about it and how homophobia is in hip hop and he put a whole statement out. So wait, so you say you say a, a homophobic slur and then say I said it because I wanted to create the conversation? 
I want everybody to use that slur. Um, cause, cause I'm looking at the line from Villa, for Villuminati. He says, my verbal AK slays the F word. And I don't mean no disrespect mm-hmm. whenever I say the F word. Okay. F word. <laughs> don't be so sensitive. If you want to get F'd in the A, that's between you and whoever else's D it is. Whoa. <laughs> I need Debbie bought a lot of attention. All right, John. Yeah. Why we make excuses yeah, for yeah. people we like? Damn, whoa. No, 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 hold on, hold on. You like that one, huh, Chad? Do, okay. do, do I, hold on. Do I agree with how he said he wanted to start the conversation? No. I do not agree with how he said, but that, that man said that he, he said that because he wanted to start a conversation on the F word being used in music and homophobia and homophobia. Well, Trav. I'm hoping to start a conversation. What if, Rick Ross, what if Rick Ross wanted to start the conversation when you was mad at Ross? <laughs> uh, well, 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 when Rick Ross come up there, I know that Charlamagne's going to press him. He's going to ask about it, Joe. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. It. I'm going to tell you why. Because if I had to press all of my favorite rappers on their use of the F word, please, I'd be here forever. That word was so regularly used back in the day. By your favorite By artist. your favorites. But what are you calling for, Trav? Yeah, I didn't even call about that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what do you want? That's what I'm saying. What do you want, Jeff? <laughs> I don't even want to talk no more. Y'all piss me off now. Uh, Bye. Ah, you piss himself off. Yeah. That, truth, that truth will piss himself off. Oh, he got so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trav. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Richard, yo, what's up, sir? Oh, okay, so you know I, I have this thing on my mind forever, Mr. Ramper. I don't know if you guys know him from Arthur, the Who? teacher, Mr. Ramper. Oh yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, the teacher on Arthur. Yeah. Now the thing about it is Arthur that balls his fist up. Yes, it gets the, mad. the aardvark. Arthur, the anteater. <laughs> Well, I think he's an anteater. He, I don't know now, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Mr. Ramper now has a husband. He's gay. Now, I, I, I don't have a problem with this. I personally, you know, <laughs> care less. But I feel like they push a lot of agendas on kids oh, that kids don't need to have on their plate right now. And I understand, you know, it's equality for everybody and what's not. But you and Envy had the same uh, conversation the other day about the Lion King, saying, oh, they didn't show enough emotion. At the end of the day, it's not for us. It's for the kids. So we shouldn't even be butting ourselves into certain situations. The Lion, the Lion King is not for the kids, sir. Okay, the Lion King is for uh, everybody. The not... old one, the first one was for us. Now the newer version is for the kids. The first, no one the, the first one is a cartoon. The first one is a cartoon, sir. What are you talking about? The first one is a cartoon. The new one is a live-action yeah, film that looks like a horror us. movie. The newer version is for the kids. No way. It's the no. same movie. It no. just, it just, it's like a picture of red Kool Aid with no sugar in it. That's all. <laughs> no, it don't have no. So the new one has no soul to it. Okay. Well, I guess if that's that's your opinion. Is your opinion? Uh, by the way, Strong Man, I love your books, man. I read them both. Man. Thank you, sir. You know, I appreciate you. Doing a good thing, man. Thank you. Keep it up with the seminars, man. You guys are awesome. Angela, you're not there, but stay beautiful. I'm here. She's there. Oh, wait, you're in Detroit. I just heard you on the radio. But I'm you're still here. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for being there. I appreciate you guys. Well, thank, guys thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. LaShare, you there? Yes, I'm here. It's your birthday, girl. It's your birthday, girl. Happy birthday. Thank you. How how old you turning, LaShare? I'll be 27. Ow. That's what I got. How are you celebrating? 
Um, I'm volunteering at this Mind Your Business pop-up shop today in Norfolk. Okay, Norfolk, okay. Virginia, all right? She volunteering, I see that. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. You guys are doing well. I love you guys. Keep shining. Love you more. I'm going to be in Virginia, I think, this week and the next weekend. So if I'm out there, get your girls, come celebrate your birthday, all right? All right. We'll take care thank of you. you. All right. <laughs> Get you in. All right, mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Nayib, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about ASAP Rocky. You know, he has to go to court, and we'll tell you what they are saying about him and where they are with this case so far. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, ASAP Rocky's trial has started today. He's entered a not guilty plea, and that's for an assault charge as his trial has just started. Two other members of his entourage are also facing charges, and we're going to be watching to see what happens. They've also set aside Thursday and Friday for the case, but they don't know whether or not the trial is going to go the full three days. So we will keep you updated, but what prosecutors are alleging in Sweden is that ASAP Rocky and the two other suspects deliberately, together, and in agreement, attacked the alleged victim, Mustafa Jafari, and that happened on June 30th. The charges do carry a maximum sentence of two years in prison. As you know, ASAP Rocky's been in jail, been in custody since July 3rd, and he's saying that he acted in self-defense. They do have him in a secure courtroom. There's no filming permitted inside the courtroom. And they're saying that he did beat and kick Jafari while he was on the ground and that he was hit by parts of or a whole bottle as well. Nice. But, you know, ASAP Rocky's put out his own video footage and he's shown that they were harassing him and they repeatedly told him to stop following him, to leave him alone, leave him and his friends alone. And he didn't listen. Now, they're saying that the guy that uh, was, uh, I guess, that ASAP Rocky threw on the floor, he was arrested for hitting a guy in the face and the other guy was arrested yes. for having a gun or something like that? Yeah, they they've had their own previous issues with the law, so. But he's not being. Yeah, they're that, not being charged in this situation, though. No, they're no, not, not being charged mm. in this in this situation. And you know, Donald Trump has gotten involved in on Twitter. Donald Trump done moved on. He ain't thinking about this no more. <laughs> that was just a tweet. He was just throwing that out there. That was a, now that he was also Donald Trump also asked for Sweden to release ASAP Rocky on bail, but they said that's not legally possible there because Sweden doesn't even have a bail system. Something we. Wow. No one clearly, Donald Trump didn't know that. All right, now, I know y'all don't watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Envy and Charlamagne. Nope. But a lot of people have been paying attention to what's going on on the reunion. I actually watched it a little bit. They had a reunion? Yeah, two parts. Yeah, two well, part I, reunion, I watch as it. they always do on Love and Hip Hop. What season they on now? 27? About 28. But mm. I, did, I well, actually this watched this one. Okay, so did you watch with Carly Red? So the issue, and I'm going to explain it for people who don't watch the show, Carly Red's been accused of having a threesome with Pooh Hicks and her husband, Hiram, and she's denied that. But there's been things that people don't believe her. They believe she had the threesome. She doesn't want to be embarrassed. Well, she doesn't want to know she, about it. She sharded the sheets. Right, so what? Pooh is alleging <laughs> that no, Carly... No, listen, you can't shard while you having sex finish. with somebody named Pooh. <laughs> I don't know if it was the shard. irony. <laughs> I don't know if it was Shark, oh. but Pooh is alleging that, yes, there was some excrement from her butt. She pooed in the bed with Pooh? Some poo poo. Some poo poo. She pooed with Pooh? Yes. <laughs> so she did take a lie detector test. Carly Red took a lie detector test. Pooh wouldn't take the lie detector test to prove that she didn't have this threesome and to prove that she didn't poo on the sheets. Have you and Pooh ever had <laughs> sexual intercourse? Jesus the result was Christ. no deception indicated. 
have you ever had a threesome with Pooh and Hiram? The result was no deception indicated. Did you defecate on Pooh's bed? The result is no deception indicated. <laughs> Y'all want to read my test results? Oh, no, bitch, what want me to Russian interference don't have nothing to do with uh don't have nothing on love and hip hop interference. <laughs> Russians don't gotta hack nothing in twenty twenty as long as Vindication, they keep putting nuts, baby. So she didn't yeah, poo on the sheet. She didn't poo on her sheet. That wasn't her According poo. According to the lie detector test, Carly Red did not poo on poo sheets. She okay. didn't poo okay. while she was in the bed with poo. Y'all, this is what y'all really watching? I don't know why I was <laughs> watching that. I'm ashamed, man. Jesus Christ. I'm ashamed. <laughs> It was a big storyline uh, this past season. Now uh, let's move on to me from like that. Loving hip hop is jump the shark. Uh, yeah. Well, people still watching though. They yes. care. All right. Now let's talk about Little Nas X. Congratulations to him. Old Town Road has broken a record. You know what record that is? It's the uh, unprecedented 17 weeks at number one on Billboard. So previously, that record was held at the number one spot by Mariah Carey and Boys to Men with that song, One Sweet Day. And then Despacito matched that. But now, Little Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus has surpassed that. Wow. Amazing, his first single. Congrats to him. Yeah, man. You can really upgrade the button in your life with those kind of records. Mariah Carey even... has upgraded now. Mariah Carey even sent Little Nas X some love. She said, sending love and congrats to Little Nas X on breaking one of the longest-running records in music history... I'm blessed to hold this record with a song that means a great deal to boys, to men, and myself, and has touched so many. Keep living your best life one sweet day will always hold a special place That's in my right. heart. And I want to thank anyone who's ever told me how this song has affected them and their loved ones. Grade A butt, yeah. top-notch cheeks for Lil Nas X for the rest of the year, goddammit. Toast to that man. And another record broken on the Billboard charts. Blue Ivy has made history as she is the youngest artist on the Billboard Hot 100. So congratulations to Blue Ivy at seven years old. What wow. song? The uh, Brown Skin Girl charted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What number? Uh, oh, I guess because the, the, the album 100. came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's on the album. Yeah. Streaming. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news when we come back. Let's talk about a 10-year-old who's being charged with assault, and you guys are going to be disgusted. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Where are we starting off with, Yee? Well, imagine you find out that your child, who's 10 years old, is being charged with assault all because of a dodgeball game. This sounds so they were crazy. Playing dodgeball on the playground at school, and... Now, the young man who's being charged, fifth grader Bryce Lindley, he's black, and the kid who got hit with the ball is white, by the way. Just putting that out there. And according to what uh, happened is the young white kid got hit with the ball, and now they're charging the 10-year-old with assault, the other 10-year-old with assault. That don't even make no... Or allegedly no hitting a classmate that's in the face. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, America has jumped the, the shark. That's what happens when everybody wants to be so PC and so politically correct that we get to the point where kids are playing dodgeball, making a choice to play dodgeball. The whole point of the game is to dodge the ball, but if you get hit, you're out. But now if you get hit, somebody gets charged? But what cop would really do that, though? What cop would really charge a kid and arrest him? Like, that just sounds crazy. The, 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 uh, the kid who got hit his father? <laughs> Like, no, that sounds kid, crazy. Come on now. Well, the injured child's mother has spoken out. She didn't release her name or her child's name to the public. Her child did uh, sustain a concussion. 
She said her son had a previous medical condition that made him susceptible to head injuries, and she says that this particular injury was no accident. Well, he shouldn't have been playing. He should have played dodgeball. Okay. She said he sustained facial tissue damage to his face. He had a black eye and a bruised nose, and that he had already experienced similar incidents while engaging in physical activities at school, and she tried not to let it get to this point. Whose fault is that? He shouldn't have been playing dodgeball. That's not my fault. Like, we played dodgeball before. You want to hit somebody in the head. You want to hit somebody in the face. You want to hit somebody in the chest. That's the whole point. You're That's supposed to hit point. somebody with the ball. Did nobody tell him this before he started playing? Now, this, this family got to pay for a lawyer to fight this case? Nah, that's and not And I bet up. you the kids knew about his condition. A 10-year-old. You know, the kids probably knew about his condition and was like, didn't even want to play with him. But, you know, they don't want to exclude him, so they let him play and then look. Now. Or they might not even have known. They might not have even known that he had this condition. But even if, they, even if they did know, he chose to play. It's in Michigan. You said, what, is it in Michigan? Yeah, where was this at? Oh, where where did this happen at? Yeah, it's in Michigan. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious, that's effed up. Yeah, so just letting you guys know what's happening in your world. All right, now let's talk about Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. He is defending his decision to uh, block an election security bill. And people have said that he helped Russia. And here's what he has to say about that. Over the last several days, I was called unpatriotic and essentially treasonous by a couple of left-wing pundits on the basis of bold-faced lies. I was accused of aiding and abetting the very man I've singled out as an adversary and opposed for nearly 20 years, Vladimir Putin. This is the state, Mr. President, of left-wing politics in 2019. Welcome to modern-day McCarthyism. No, the truth of the matter is your president is a potential Russian agent and the Republicans have sided with the Russians. And unless we speak up and speak up loud, democracy as we know it in America is dead. OK, we have to fight the fastest. And when all this different intel is telling us Russians interfere with the elections and then Mitch McConnell and the Republicans block an election security bill. What does that tell you, people? All right. The Russians are helping this administration maintain power. And we are one step closer. No, I don't even think we one step closer. I think that federal Republicans are a fascist institution at this point. That's what I believe. All right, so we'll keep you guys updated on what's going on with that as well. But what he did was he uh, blocked a bill that could have helped with the cyber attacks, prevent those cyber attacks from happening Mm -hmm. and preventing uh, Russia from interfering with the election. Why would you block that? If if you're aware that Russia and other foreign countries are doing this to America, why would you block that? How unpatriotic is that? How un-American is that? And won't even let them vote on it. Like what? what knowing what, that what, it was a threat, knowing that we've had issues with voting, and they, we need to update our whole voting system, we should be able to do that. That's definitely worth an investment. That's like you know, <laughs> you know, that's like being a part of a, a burglary ring, right? And the burglary ring is terrorizing the neighborhood, okay? And you know they're terrorizing the neighborhood, but you're acting like you don't. So then when people ask you, you know, like we, we're going to get new alarm systems, we're going to put the alarm systems in, you say, nope, nobody can get new alarm systems. All right. Matter of fact, keep your doors unlocked. Right. That's what. That's essentially what this is. Makes no sense. None whatsoever. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, YBN Corday will be joining us. Yes. We're gonna kick it with him. Young man gets busy. He's a lyricist. He spits. So we're gonna talk to him. He has a new project out called The Lost Boy. Uh, he has a crew, and his crew was created off of social media. He'll explain that when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. YBN Corday. Welcome, sir. What's good, man? What's Glad up, young here. brother? How y'all feeling? You know, I got put on to you by uh, Nala Simone. 
Okay, she, fire. Shout out to her. She raves about you. Talks about how great a lyricist you are. So I decided to give your album a listen, and I was thoroughly impressed, sir. Oh wow! Thank well, you. Wait, I want to put that energy out there. to start it what off. What kind of lyricist? Like blue face lyricist? No, man. Shut up, man. <laughs> I don't play you like that. Unless <laughs> you don't think that's love. a diss, you might not think that's a diss. It's all love, man. I'm everybody. Asking, man. Asking. He said, "I'm happy. I put out a great new album. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love, now, to everybody. I appreciate that, though. Now, where you from exactly? I saw you was born in North Carolina. Uh huh. They say you was raised in Maryland. Yep, yep. Because I moved. My folks always moved around a lot when okay. I was younger. Like, I went to, like, eight different elementary schools. So, uh... Military was, guy? Military No, 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 not okay. military. Uh, a, another occupation that makes you move around a lot. You know what I'm saying? If Drug dealer, hustler. All right, man, you, you hot out here, man. <laughs> not, <laughs> not me, not me. You know what I'm yeah. saying, my folks, but, uh, obviously. So, I uh, was born in Raleigh, North Carolina. I lived a little bit in uh, Florence, South Carolina. And okay. then I moved to Maryland when I was 10, and so that's where I kind of, like, became who I was. Now, for Crazy. people that don't know, how did you get... Your crew, your click, the YBN crew, and how did you start rapping? Okay, so uh, I started rapping when I was like 10, but I ain't started like recording. When I mean recording, like recording every day, like working on the like every day. Correct. Like, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And the, the YBN Collective, we all met like a couple years ago. Jay and Namir, they met uh, uh, via the internet, and I met Namir through my uh, my brother Simba. They said and, they were gamers, like they were gamers, and they met through gamers? That yeah, thing? yeah, Namir and uh, Almighty Jay, they met on Xbox Live like mm -hmm. seven years ago, eight years ago, which is really? like yeah, which is like the coolest <laughs> ever to me. It's some like real millennial <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's how I found out Black Mirror. My son was on it. He was like, yo, dad, these dudes, they they rap. They nice. He was like, they met each other. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. I didn't believe him. You watch yeah, Black yeah. Mirror? Nah, I haven't. Oh, okay. But uh, so I met... the Striking Viper episode. Okay. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. change the perspective of men playing video games with each other. Okay. Okay. Sure. All right, anywho. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. But, you know, anywho. based on that, but uh, I met, I didn't meet them on the game. I met them a couple, like, years later on the internet still, like, on some, which is damn near the same you know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, and we, whenever we was in the same city, we just like link up, you know what I'm saying? Just on some like homie sh But, uh, yeah, those are my brothers for sure. What made y'all create a, a, a rap group? Uh, we're, it's a, we're a collective of, uh, of individuals. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, it wasn't even a rap group. It was just like young bosses. We all young bosses in our own way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was just, uh, just on some young king. So what happens when y'all get older? Do you change it to OBN or? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you uh, do? OBN. OBN. That's funny. I'll be calling like the management OBN. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like boss. Like for real. Uh, what what, what separates you from the other two members of YBN? Separates you. I, I always hear you're the lyricist of the group. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we just all got our own style. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like just brings something different to the table, but it's always come back to the YBN pot. Now, what does the title The Lost Boys signify? It just uh, signifies, like, where I was at a point in my life, like, when I was in school. And it signifies just a journey. Like, anybody who hasn't found, like, their journey or, like, their path yet is, is lost in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of where I was in life before, you know, I found music. I didn't know, like, what I was going to do in life. I was just another in college, just dead. Because, like, it was on some, like, bigger than me generation type. Like, nobody in my family ever, like, graduated college. You know what I'm saying? Like, my grandma was a sharecropper. She had to drop out of school in fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? My mom had me when she was mad young, so she couldn't go to college. So it was just on some like, you the one that's going to college. Did college help you at all for what you do now? Uh, I mean, a little, like the first semester, yeah, you learn from school. I learned how to like network, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just how to like, uh, you know, interact with like different peoples and different personalities. What were you gonna do? Like, what were you planning to? Study? I was gonna go to. I was. Th I was trying. I was gonna go to law school for real, for real. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was the goal. So, lost and found basically symbolizes everything you was just discussing. Didn't, yeah. Not knowing who you were, but then finding yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just not even not knowing who I was. Just not knowing what my purpose was in life. Truth be told, this may not be your purpose though. 
Just because you're good at it and this is like you're only 21. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It may be this may be like the the kickstart for Absolutely. what I'm about to get into. Like I may like you know be in this rap for like 15, 20 years, and then when I'm I'm still 40, that's still mad young. You know what I'm saying? So. Now, are you thinking about that kind of longevity? Oh yeah, for sure. Good, for sure, I like to sure. hear that. Yeah, and you sure. worked at TGI Fridays, and yeah. you said that was a stressful time for you. What was, oh yeah, it was what ass. was that like to work there behind the scenes? Oh man, it was so ass because that was in, <laughs> that was in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and with that being said, the Fridays wasn't like properly. F I'm sure like the Fridays <laughs> in Baltimore was like the last priority <laughs> on the big corporations list. So we were like understaffed as far as cooks. Mm -hmm. Like when we'll be like backed up on like a Saturday Friday night, I asked the chef, the cooks like, "Yo, I can get a honey mustard." Like. Come back here and get it yourself. <laughs> and I literally have to go back there and get that <laughs> myself. Like, when I, I, I dread when order desserts, because I'm like, I got to get this out the freezer, put it in there, yeah, put, it. like, the whip. I have to make dessert myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, help me with these wings. If you want these wings so bad, I'm like, damn. Yeah, good tips? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That's you got a tip. Yeah, uh, waiter, because you never know who they're... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I I'm interested that you said you didn't really rock with school, because when I listen to your music and I hear you rap, I get the feeling like you research things a lot, like you you read a lot. Like You seem to be a very curious person about the world when it comes to spirituality and just Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, yeah, I read a I don't like college. I just mm -hmm. feel like it's just systematically, like... I, I just don't like that <laughs> scam to me, for real, to be honest. Not, yeah. like, discouraging anybody to not go to school, but it just You're wasn't for me. right now, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, I f always had good grades in, like, high school. You know what I'm saying? I, I used to always read a lot. Like, I first started off reading, like, f like Harry Potter books and, like, fiction books. And then, you know, my folks pulled me aside. They was like, yo, you reading these, like, 900-page Harry Potter books? Well, pick up this uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. And I was, go. like, 10. Read this Thurgood Marshall. Read about, like... A. Philip Randolph, you know what I'm saying? So I was reading, like, those at, like, when Marcus Garvey when I was 10 years old, you know nope. what I'm saying? And just learning about my own history and just taking into account. Once you have, like, once you know about the past, you can kind of, like, understand what's going on. Because right. history just always seems to, like, repeat itself, you know what I'm saying? So, uh... And you, you also, you talk a lot about your grandmother as well. Yeah, yeah, and how yeah. influential that she was. Yeah, I was raised by my grandma. On you. So we hear that all throughout this album. Yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah, really yeah, her sure. on that skit, though, right? Nah, it was. I have to cry sometimes. Cry sometimes. Trouble in my way. I thought that was you playing or somebody playing. No, no I got like an actual video. Of, you want to see the video? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she sounds too grandma -y. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Like when somebody pretending to be a grandma? <laughs> nah, this is my real life grandma. Wow. This is all facts, bro. And so yeah, I, thought I, you, I swear I thought that was you doing it. Did like, she get the chance to hear it ever? Or oh, yeah, yeah. She okay. called me. She was like, man. My line been blowing up, Kanye. <laughs> my line been blowing up. <laughs> my line been, man, boy. We hot. Yeah, Grandma said, we hot in these streets. They're like, we need to make some more songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got, grandma got a little check from that, so it's all dope. Dope. <laughs> All right, we got more with YB and Corday. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have YB and Corday in the building. Yee. Speaking of your family, the song Family Matters, how mm -hmm. did they react when they heard that song? Uh, it was, it, it was, because it's all real. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't, like, say anybody's name. It was, you know, it was a touchy subject. Like, nobody got mad. They appreciated it. Like, you know, my, my cousin called me crying. I had my aunt texting me crying. I just uh, spoke to my family. Uh, they, like, FaceTime. They all, my family's, like, real close. You know right. what I'm saying? But, uh, it's all, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard for me. I still, like, skip over that song. You know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of hard for me to uh, listen to emotionally because it's just, 
you know, based on real life facts, you know what I'm saying? This is stuff like that's really going on. But uh, I, I made sure, I even took out some lines in that song that was like really? too personal that could have like fucked some shit up, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a balance, you know, so, uh, but I didn't say anybody's names. Mm -hmm. But you do yeah. have, you have a little brother? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's five. So do you guys, are she you didn't connected? know. Are yeah, you guys yeah, yeah. connected or? Uh, not not really. That's that's kind of like a touchy subject. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't want to uh, go too. I've got two sisters that. out there like that. Uh huh. I mean, I got five. I got two brothers, two sisters that I grew up with. Yeah. And then two sisters that I know of that my pops had. Okay. Yeah. It, it, this is this is and the thing is this is not like the the song like the stuff that's going on in the family matters. I feel like it's just mad relatable because it's not. That's too right. much out a lot the of box. Like right. A lot of people are like, it, it's mad relatable. You know what I'm saying? So I just felt like me using my story, it's uh, it, it, it's just dope because uh, a lot of people can relate to it. And it's not, everybody got family mm -hmm. issues. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what like bring family together. What makes me as a man not want to make the same mistakes that my father made. Yeah, for sure. You know and I mean? I'm sure I it opens that. up conversations in the family too because there's a lot of people that... Yeah, maybe they, you know, like maybe that kind of, maybe this song was like therapeutic for my family. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I haven't like... Really like divulge and talk to them like you too much before about you put it out. Nah, I didn't. I would have been somebody would have convinced me to like not put it out. But just as an artist, like if that's what it's like, I really wrote that song like crying on the plane. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so as an artist, we always make our best. Shit and we're inspired by right. real life events, real real experiences. So you can't let anything, you know. But it's a fine line though. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was walking that on eggshells, but uh. Cause you still gotta go home. Yeah, exactly. You still gotta have Thanksgiving. But it's dinner. all exactly. But it's true. So, but, but it's you... all it's all love and like my family isn't. They're not calling me like pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's, it's it's my family's like real supportive. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they're they're the dopest. And you have PTSD as you um, stated also. So yeah. how are you handling that now? And anxiety. You said you was addicted to Zans. Yeah, on, uh, yeah. This, time this when uh this when um I was in in college more so. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like my that first semester, like it's your first time like being away from home you know what I'm saying so uh, it was just yeah and I don't I never really talked about that like in music and you know or interviews at all because I didn't want to like glorify you know what I'm saying but this is just like me just being vulnerable you know what I'm saying I don't think that's glorifying and I think that no no I'm saying not in that song I'm saying like I never like spoke on it before that song you know because I feel like Zans was being like glorified, you know right. what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha. So I, said, I, I made sure I wasn't like talking about that. How'd you, you, you stop, you stop taking it? it? Yeah. But you said you were taking it for your anxiety. Yeah, so yeah. So it's not like sure. you were taking it for recreational purposes. Nah. Uh, Did a doctor prescribe it? No, no, it wasn't prescribed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't prescribed. Self medicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah you exactly. Google it and say, oh, I'm going to yeah. try this. Uh, nah, it was just like some that was going on in school at the time. And uh, I, my man's was on it. I was like, it was just on some like some fault, some sheep shit. To be mm -hmm. honest, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I was like, F it. And but that be having you feel like zombied out. So I don't really like. I ain't do that in years. You know what I'm saying. I'm and when did you say no more of this? I think I took like a real long shower. And those showers, <laughs> like for real, you know how you take showers, you kind of like evaluate your life and yourself <laughs> from like a deeper perspective. Like, damn, bro, I'm on some. I'm real good at like catching myself before I get like too deep in the twilight zone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So whenever I be, I'll be like, damn, I was tripping. You know, I'm kind of like, I try to be like self-reflective. Mm. So how do you maintain good mental health with the PTSD and the anxiety? Uh, I, I'm saying, when I say PTSD, I'm just saying just like being a, 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 a young black man in America. We all got post-traumatic slave, slave syndrome. Disorder. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, just living, bro. Like, I don't like to scream like, woe is me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got their own problems they go through. This is not like abnormal shit. This is like regular shit. 
you know what I'm saying, that just be going through it, but I just have a platform to talk about it. Nobody, a lot of, it's a lot of artists who probably was going through the same I was going through, you know what I'm saying, at the time, but like, just don't speak on it, because like, we try to keep our, our superhero approach, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, but like, yeah. I feel like people relate to it when you're like vulnerable and just transparent, you know, Absolutely. I'm just transparent as a human being, and you know, and I feel like that's the best way that like, music connects, and like, maybe my story can help somebody else out there, you know what I'm saying, who is going through the same or they can like learn from my mistakes, like ho like you know, always learn from Ho said Ho did that, so you ain't gotta go, go through, through that. that. You know what I'm saying? So uh sorta of like that sort of thing. But who did you listen to? Who inspired you growing up? A lot of Jay Z. I was listening to Jay Z in the car like when I was growing up. Really? Uh, yeah, that Nyla? Yeah, Jay Z, uh Nas. Really? A lot of So your parents put you up to that. Yeah, early. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was listening to that in the car and then when I like when I it was, it's funny, the age of ten was like a real like I feel like transformative year for me, cause that's the year like when Obama ran mm -hmm. for office. So now this is the year when chill, I was chill, chill, chill. What? Chill, chill. Making me feel old. All right, you are right. old. But go ahead. Go ahead. So, go but like that's the year when like when like Obama and I'm not I'm not super political at all by the way, but just seeing like you was uh, ten when Obama got elected. Yeah. Anyway, Wait, let me finish. Twenty one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Twenty one. So, how old was I? Thirty. Don't even don't even say it. Don't even say it. I'm forty one. I'm happy about my head. That's cool. But uh damn. You said ten years old was Oh yeah, yeah. So that was like a transformative that's the year where like I started reading a lot about, you know what I'm saying, like we were speaking on earlier. That's the year like when I started I always was hip, you know, like listening to the music, but that's when I started like I think that's the year when like rap genius came about too. That's when I started like reading the lyrics and like studying them and like really like dissecting that You know what I'm saying? Nah, not at 10, probably like 13. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 13, why, why, Like, why did you want to know that in that? I don't know why I was so open to, like, telling them that. <laughs> <laughs> why did you want to know that? We're talking yeah. Jay-Z lyrics. I just felt like he yeah. would give me an answer in this, at, at that moment, okay, which sorry, he did. Okay. Jay-Z, no. I don't, I don't feel comfortable anymore, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't, damn, bro. I don't know how comfortable I am. Uh, but, yeah, Jay-Z, Nas, Pac, Big L, Biggie. Damn, who put you on? Your parents must have put you yeah, on Yeah, yeah, my, my pops yeah. put me on to that. Gotcha. For sure. You talk about, I, I forgot what record it was, but you talk about how the older generation has disappointed you. You say old have disappointed you. You talking about old yeah. The junk called old There's a song called old yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's That's the song. But basically, uh. I was, it's, it's a difference I don't like between... That. I'm offended. Let me finish. It's a difference... <laughs> let me finish. It's a difference between old heads and OGs. You know what I'm saying? Talk like, the me. OGs were like... Be like, all right, young this ain't the way to go, mm -hmm. but this is. You know, they give you, they'll like, you know, they'll let you know when you're tripping, but they give you advice on it. Old heads just like, be that's trash. Yeah, they be like, you punk ass young you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they just be like, <laughs> ass don't know you know what I'm saying? So it's a difference between, nah, for that's how it be though. Nah, you're right, like, 100%. But OGs like sit you down and be like, look, bro, you was tripping, this ain't the way to go, but like, this is, you know. So. Like, what do you think about like a T.I. versus Kodak Black when that first happened? Uh, I'm not, I'm not too divulged into that to speak on that, so I don't know. Smart, he makes it. Immediate training Exactly, yeah, I don't know too much about that. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into his joint. It's RNP. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was RNP, YBN Corday. He's in the building. Now, Charlemagne? Now, I love that you have such a handle on social media because in the song, Thousand Words, and you discuss mm -hmm. how your generation craves attention through social media. Yeah. How do you not fall victim to that? Because you were born into that era. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I have fallen victim to the social media before. Like, being... Because I feel like what social media is... It's, it's like in a song, I think we all want to be a little Instagram famous, but like deep down inside, nobody want to be nameless. And mm -hmm. our like 
the most like immediate way to like show that we're somebody in front of our peers is social media. You can create whatever lifestyle you want mm-hmm. to advertise on social media. You can be like like before I was blowing up. I not thinking about it now. I was damn near doing that before I was like living a a, a decent lifestyle. Like I go to I was going to LA on a buddy pass and like sleeping on like my uncle's couch. But I'm just taking pictures, you know what I'm saying, on Rodeo Drive with palm trees. Right. And this is when I was in college. I was like, I was like skipping classes, skipping college just to fly to LA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I was just taking pictures just, you know, by palm trees and shit. And it's like, damn, you live in life. You know what but I'm saying? But you was really broke as fuck. I was broke as fuck. <laughs> like no you said in that song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but basically, just using that as an example, you can create whatever lifestyle you want to show people on social media, which is like completely different, which mm-hmm. could be completely different from your reality. So I just feel like. It's a dangerous but yet still helpful thing. So it's like, it's like pros and cons of social media. Like it can change your life in a year, mm-hmm. which is done for so many people. You know what I'm saying? So many, so many folks. But it can also like be poisonous. You know what I'm saying to a lot of folks. So it just depends on what you do with it. So that's that's he up with J Cole too on this album. He produced. Uh, yeah, yeah, he produced. A I do up with J Cole. You interrupt, Angela. I know they man. do. Oh, all sorry. The time. Come on, Angela. <laughs> I can't. Come on, I, I watch y'all, man. I watch all y'all. The so time. I go ahead. Go ahead. What no, was I was to gonna say? say for the album when you send in when you get your guest appearances, do you send the songs done with your all your stuff with their verse open to do it, or is it where you send them the track and you're like, do you want to get on this track and they come up with the idea first? Oh uh, no, nah, a lot of times we be in the studio together. Oh. Yeah, we that's be, different. Like, a yeah, lot yeah. Of people. yeah. So uh, my bad to interrupt. Mm-hmm. So uh, you like, just interrupted so, Angela. You just interrupted Angela. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, but I apologize. That's I apologize. The He's being interviewed, so he can do that. But uh, oh yeah. So like the train with Anderson Pack, we literally sat down in uh, like a Beats One radio room, sort of like this, and recorded in there, like going like on mics like this. We recorded it like going back and forth these with each good other. Mics, I just want to tell you yeah, that. yeah, yeah. They are like for real. These, yeah. these are, these and that's are, the J Cole produce. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We did that. Uh, I did the jump with Meek. We was in the studio together. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what about Pusher? Y'all you was with Pusher? Uh, no, nah, I sent that jump to him. I sent the song down to him, but he did the verse and like he sent it back to me like three hours later. So I was like, I was like, wow. He 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 fit the. But we talked about the song. If I like send somebody a verse, well, I'll like talk, have a dope conversation, so they feel like what I'm looking for or like what uh. The emotion I'm trying to evoke or like where I'm going for it for the song, but like majority of the songs like was done in the studio together. You have a lisp. I uh-huh. got a lisp. I have a tongue thrust. What the f is that? What's the difference? It's like the the the, the better terminology for lisp. But <laughs> no, tongue better. thrust don't sound better. Yeah, pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Super pause on that. I'll yeah, take you, the lisp. You're right. You're right. And asthma, you got asthma too, right? Uh yeah, I did for a little bit. Oh, so you don't have no more? Nah. I, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Did that ever impact you as a rapper to have the lisp and the asthma? Oh, uh, no, nah, I just felt like it was just kind of, it's just, it's doper to say. I think, does Redman or Method Man have a lisp? Not Method Biggie Man. had a lisp. Yeah, Fuji Biggie. Rap had a lisp. Yeah. Um, Redman ain't got a lisp. Definitely Thalamine. Yeah, I got a lisp. <laughs> Russell Simmons, of course. But he don't rap. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Asthma, I never heard of rappers with asthma. I'm sure they exist. I just never heard it. Yeah. And a stutter. I think when people have a stutter, too, that's awesome. I have a stutter? No, not you. I was like, we're pointing out all my flaws <laughs> as an artist today. Like, yeah, Speech I noticed through your music, you have a, a lisp, asthma. I can hear you running out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> your songs, you've been stuttering at the beginning. I'm like, damn. Did you grow up going to church? Uh, Yeah. Mm, so sure. we can hear that influence my, on the album Yeah, as well. yeah, for sure. Uh, especially in my young years with my grandmother, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I haven't really been to church in a brick, though. Did you Definitely hear about the Christian. pastor named Reverend Dr. Stop William it. Weaver? Don't, don't. No, nah, but I'm on. sure he was on some 
Yeah, he, he was. was. Uh, <laughs> definitely he was, was telling that three. He told three church members that they had demons in them, and he had to suck them out. Oh, he's vicious. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Moving on from vicious. that. Crazy. But that's why it was nice to hear you and, <laughs> he's vicious. and Chance the Rapper. Let's, let's, not, let's ignore him. You got no. Dildo. Oh. You're not cool vicious. with a dildo. <laughs> oh, you're vicious, bro. You're vicious. <laughs> How does this happen? Envy did not get We're talking about church, and now it ha- somehow we're talking about Envy and dildos. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's the sex time I've heard that term used. You sexual. The fuck with you? <laughs> Bitches. The social media was making up a... Uh, hey, bro, a he got you. Me. They don't like dildos. What they said? Oh, he cried. <laughs> it was this guy. It was the, they put out these screenshots. They said Envy was having this conversation with this dude. He was DMing a guy. And it was about and, a nine and a half mm. inch dildo. <laughs> The guy said he wanted to use it on Envy, and Envy goes, ooh, you're vicious. <laughs> that is not true. You want me to get the quote? You can. That story was made up. Oh, it, was on, sna- it was on Snapchat. Oh, I don't like the way you're laughing. You're crying. I don't, like, I don't like that. You know what? I'm looking at these uh, old um, screenshots. I forgot all the things Envy said. I'm telling you. Do not say Envy said. Right, say allegedly. Allegedly. I'm I mean, it's not real. I'm a, but like, it's funny. Read this part. This is Envy talking to the guy. I don't want to read it, bro. If y'all insist. You can look at it. That's not Envy talking. It says Envy. You sure, bro? I don't want to I didn't laugh about you when you were there talking about your list. That ain't got to do. That's not the same. <laughs> yeah, don't even try to compare, compare those two. Can't compare a list to this. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to read it. I don't want to disrespect this man. You have to read it out loud. You can just look and take a look. It's not disrespect. It's just we, we Who's still me? Have Who's me? Okay. That's the guy that's texting him. <laughs> it is. It's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, bro. It's not funny. I, I, I'm sorry. We still haven't verified. I don't even want to read this. Let me read it. I ain't read it in a while. <laughs> I don't even want to read this, bro. Let me see what it says. You can scroll I up. I need you to relax while I rub my Who's toy up your leg. Me. That's, that's the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fake DJ Envy, what toy? Me. And I'll lick your ass. To get it really wet, well, my yo, nine and a half inch. Strap. No more, oh no, bro. I gotta get to this nah, good part. Bro, my on, nine and a half inch strap on. Get on your bro, knees need and feel my on against your tire. back. And then this is when allegedly Envy says, "You are vicious." <laughs> <laughs> See, now that you read the combo, it's not even that funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Yeah. That's this. Oh, what is this? Whoa. They got an old tweet from 2012 that says, hashtag seal to God, see to God, feels like that first anal experience that Envy <laughs> tweeted. What the <laughs> f***? Bro, you got the, no the lost boy is out now, <laughs> man. Oh, Bien, I appreciate you for joining us, man. Nah, I appreciate y'all. I, I hate we had to end it on Sorry this. we made you cry. This is... Nah, I, I, that was a good laugh, man. Pain. I tried to nah, move on. But, we but were... once I read it, you got, I didn't find it funny. Right. I'm going through a lot. See, social and media lies listen, on you. Listen, listen. And hopefully there's no more pain for you. Pause on this Pause on... From what? <laughs> from y'all bringing it back up, oh. some fake stuff. I had to go oh. through a lot. From the pain. You know how hard it is when people make fun of you? Well, yeah. When nightmares are I real. I feel it. I feel nightmares. That's all right. You know what my son called me and Charlemagne? <laughs> what? Sweet sus. Lord. He calls us sus. He said, y'all do a lot of sus stuff, and you're sus. Mm. That was extremely sus. I would like to say Pause that, on uh, that last convo. I'd like to say The Lost Boys is a great album. So. Oh, thank yeah, you, bro. It's an amazing album. It really is. Oh, we right. appreciate you for honor. sharing so much of yourself and your music, because I think that's important, too. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me. I'm honored to be here. I'm a big fan, you know what I'm saying? I watch damn near all y'all interviews, so it's real like surreal being up here, so I appreciate when y'all. When you start watching us when you were 10? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. We haven't been on that long. He would yeah, have been... I don't even think they, yeah. I don't, yeah. But YB and Corday, thank you for crying at 12. my pain and laughing at my pain. <laughs> laughing at, shout out Kevin Hart, laughing at. Laugh at his pain. Laughing at my pain, all right. <laughs> that was, yes. right. Oh, it's, it's the Breakfast Club. It's Keep YBN. practicing, you won't have much pain anymore. 
Oh, y'all vicious. It's <laughs> 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 YBN Broad It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. You know what's so funny about this song? In the song, uh, the baby says, just tell him I'm a tutor. As if you won't beat the tutor up if you catch the tutor in the house with your girl or your sister or something. <laughs> you really broke that down, huh? I'm just saying, as if the tutor can't get these hands. My goodness. All right. We all but it's the a reason to be club. in the house, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's the reason to be inside. But if you walk in and you see the tutor, you know, teaching her sex ed, and he's supposed to be a math tutor, you're going to jump on his ass. Not like that, but you know what I mean. Oh, you jump okay. on his ass, okay? okay. All right, let's get All to right. the rumors. Let's talk somebody's identity stolen. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Taraji P. Henson's identity was stolen because her email account was hacked. Now, the woman who hacked her account is a mother in Chicago, and Alicia Newby, 29 years old, she was crying throughout a court hearing that happened over the weekend. That's because she has a felony charge of continuing a financial crime enterprise after she spent about $12,000 in fraudulent charges. Now, $4,000 of those charges were canceled after Taraji P. Henson's manager noticed the transactions that were not Taraji's on her account. But she Damn. broke into her email, got all that information, and then was ordering things online. How'd she do all that? How do you hack someone's email? Yes. Uh, People do it I all guess, the time, though. Yeah. You know how you send out those, when you get those weird emails where they're like, click here. Oh, and you click on the link. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Well, okay. that, and you know, back in the day, that's how we used to get records and exclusives. We used to break into the, like, Executives, how'd you do email. it back then? You used to hack emails back then. I didn't, but I know a lot of people that did. Wow, you a regular Russian? Wow, <laughs> shut up, yeah, yeah. But she was ordering all kinds of things to the house. She also was, uh, she got a lease at one of her residences by using someone else's identity. So, now really she don't look like she can hack no email. <laughs> why? why? Why does she look like I'm that? Just, she what is that? She don't look like she can hack an email. There's nothing about her that looks like she's computer literate. Is it the eyebrows? Now, Alicia Newby suffers from bipolar disorder and she's also pregnant with her seventh <laughs> child. What? Yeah. Seventh? Jesus Christ. Well, she need the money. She got seven and You know what? If that was you, if you were, would you feel bad about that? No. I feel bad about what? No. What do you mean about no? That, I would not feel you know, bad for about a lady stealing my identity oh, no, and buying some not. stuff oh, up. Oh, okay. No, no I would not feel no. no. Why would we feel bad about that? I had a situation where somebody was stalking me, harassing me, posting things about me online, sending deliveries, doing all kinds of things, and then I saw her, and I saw that, you know, she was clearly something wrong with her, and I actually felt a little bad about it, even though she terrorized me for a couple months. That's totally different than this lady stealing your yeah, identity. Yeah, she stole your identity. That's different. Yeah, that's totally different. She My stole doorbell was ringing 2, 3 in the morning yeah, every had, single night. This, that lady had mental problems. This one doesn't have mental problems. She, 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 she has bipolar from what Angela you just said, and I feel sorry that she has bipolar, but that don't have nothing to do with her committing a crime. Okay, bipolar ain't got nothing to do with you hacking my email, stealing my identity, and ordering a bunch of um, fashion over. All right, now let's talk about Casanova. Casanova is being sued. Really? Casanova is being sued. We all heard about this story, right? When he was with a group of his friends, they were at the diner, and the alleged victim, Naya Rucker, says that his group included two women who were not his wife, and she believes that's why he went off with her on her. She was shooting an Instagram Live video of her meal, but according to Casanova, he felt like she was filming him and the two women. So uh, that's when he went and use physical force to get that phone from her. And 
and delete the phone off of delete the video off of her phone. So now he's getting sued by this woman, Naya Rucker. What is she suing for exactly? What am I missing? Well, uh, he grabbed allegedly grabbed her phone from her, knocked out her tooth, broke her jaw, <laughs> and also ordered the uh, people that was with him to attack her. Mm. So the, uh, she was on Instagram Live after the incident and. She looked very bloodied and said, who just grabbed me and things like that. So I don't know exactly what happened. He's denied all of this. So I guess we'll follow that and let you uh, get that update. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlemagne! Yes, sir. Who are you giving that donkey to? Uh, you know, it warmed my cold heart to wake up this morning and see uh, Mitch, Mitch McConnell trending this morning mm-hmm. for committing treason and being a traitor. And we'll talk about it for after the hour. He needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right, that's next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They waiting for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Yes, donkey of the day for Tuesday, July 30th. Once again, goes to American Senator Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's really racking these up lately. Uh, I have been confused all weekend. I have been venting about this. If you saw me on Stephanie Rule's show on MSNBC yesterday, I vented about this because I don't understand how some federal Republicans are blatantly working with the Russians to keep power and nobody seems to care. Okay, Robert Mueller investigated for two years and said there was Russian election interference. Former Director of National Intelligence Dan Coates, who just stepped down, said, and I quote, we have been clear in our assessments of Russian meddling in the 2016 election and their ongoing pervasive efforts to undermine our democracy. A Senate intelligence report came out last week that said Russians likely targeted election systems in all 50 states. And then after all this intel comes out, the Democrats tried to get the Senate to pass a bipartisan election security legislation that would counter cyber attacks by Russians or any other foreign agents, and it was blocked by Mitch McConnell. Let's go to MSNBC's Joanne Reed for the report, please. McConnell, who's now been tagged as Moscow Mitch, is ignoring the warnings of Robert Mueller and from his own intelligence committee regarding Russia's continuing interference in our elections. Just 24 hours after Robert Mueller's testimony, McConnell, who clearly wants Donald Trump reelected, blocked two election security bills. One bill would have required the use of paper ballots. The other would have required campaigns and candidates to report offers of election-related aid from foreign governments. Earlier this year, Mitch McConnell received a slew of donations from four of the top voting machine lobbyists in the country. Voting machine companies are not currently subject to any federally mandated security standards. And Mitch McConnell is helping to keep it that way. Now, I thought I was going crazy because if you ever needed more proof that the president is potentially a Russian agent and federal Republicans have sided with the Russians, then now you have it. But it just seemed like no one cared. We were talking about the president and ASAP Rocky. We were talking about the president and his comments about the squad, his comments about Baltimore. I'm like, all of that is important, but can we focus on the fact that it looks like treason is happening, all right? That our president is a traitor, that the elections were not the attack. The elections were the delivery vehicle for the attack, and the actual attack is Donald Trump. Okay, if the Russians are the ICBM, then Trump is the warhead and that nuclear bomb has gone off and we are all about to die of the radioactive fallout. Okay, I thought I was tripping because nobody seemed to care. But then I woke up this morning, the Moscow 
Mitch McTreason trending number one in the USA. Oh, finally, we are having the discussions we need to have. Why aren't people calling Donald Trump what he is? You know what I mean? And by people, I mean presidential candidates, okay? People that actually have a real stake in this thing. Why aren't they calling him, calling him what he is, which is a traitor, a criminal, okay? All this talk about Donald Trump being racist, yeah, he is a racist, okay? But most fascist governments tend to be racist, okay? And that's exactly what the Federal Republican Party has become, a fascist institution. We'll get to that in a minute, but let's listen to what Moscow Mitch had to say to defend himself. I want y'all to listen, okay, listen. It started with the angry lies on MSNBC. The host lied and said that I've dismissed Russian interference in our 2016 election as, quote, a hoax. Of course, I've never said any such thing. Every single member of the Senate agrees that Russian meddling was real and is real. We all agree that the federal government, state governments, and the private sector all have obligations to take this threat seriously and bolster our defenses. And the facts are that this administration has made huge strides on election security since 2016. They made a noticeable impact in securing the 2018 election and are vigilant and proactive as we head into 2020. These pundits are lying when they insist I have personally blocked actions, which in fact I have championed and the Senate has passed. They are lying when they suggest that either party is against defending our democracy. Well, Mitch, why did you block the building? You're saying they are lying about you blocking the bill, but you indeed blocked the bill. Why? Mitch, you blocked two election security bills and won't even allow a vote on it. Why? I'll tell you why, because nothing will get in the way of this larger fascist agenda and because they are in cahoots with the Russians. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. I just read a little bit. Okay, I listen, I pay attention. So I'm going to tell you what fascism is for dummies. Uh, it's a form of government, which is a one-party dictatorship. Fascists are against democracy. Uh, it's a centralized government headed by a dictator. Fascism is just poisonous nationalism. They check that off. Fascists attempt to neutralize the courts. Well, Republicans have politicized the Supreme Court and Republican-controlled Senate over the last few years. They've approved right-wing judges who do whatever the party tells them to do, so they check that off. Not to mention fascists claim to be the party of the people, but they really favor the upper class. All right, you hear that, all you poor white people who voted for Trump? Okay, they, they, they claim to be the party of the people, but they really favor the upper class. Not to mention, uh, Trump has the DOJ in his pocket, and he uses them to protect himself and to prosecute political enemies. They want to silence the media. The media, Okay, America, if you don't think fascism is alive and well, you are bugging. All right, wake up, because I'm going to tell you, everyone who's going to be demonized by these fascists, all the usual suspects, let's be clear, these Republicans already have enemies, okay? So the Democratic Party, blacks, Hispanics, immigrants, refugees, much of the media, women. Oh, my God, fascists don't like women who are politically active and aggressive, okay? All these women with these powerful voices in our, in our culture right now, they will be silenced. Why do you think Trump goes after the squad? All right. Democrats don't need to waste time arguing with each other at debates for the next two days. They need to be warning America about the fact that the federal Republican Party has become a fascist institution. OK, the president is a traitor. All right. The president is a traitor. OK, I repeat, the president is a traitor, a criminal. And he needs to be impeached and locked up because I'm telling you right now, if he wins again in 2020, he's not leaving. All right. If you were facing several obstruction of justice charges, several lying to the feds charges, not to mention hush payments to hookers, and you would probably spend the rest of your life in jail because of these things, but the only thing preventing that from happening is you being president, would you want to leave? Or would you be doing everything in your power, or should I say the Russians' power, to stay? All right? This is bigger than Nino Brown, people. 
All right, this ain't regular. This is an all-hands-on-deck situation. Get informed, get involved in these elections in 2020. Watch these debates, see who you relate to, see who's discussing your interests. We don't have to vote out of fear, but I'm telling you right now, we should all be afraid. All right, there are no perfect candidates on the Democratic side, but we have to fight fascism. And anything is better than fascism. And if you aren't speaking out against this, then you are part of the problem. Now is the time to pick a side, because if you aren't trying to be part of the solution, and I'm not really sure what the solution is, okay, then you are part of the problem. Please let Remy Ma give Moscow Mitch, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell, the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker! are you dumb? All right, Charlemagne, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, uh, a problem that I know that I'm having a little bit and Angelie is having with her goddaughter. Now, you want to explain to the people what's happening to you, what, what she's going through? Yes. So my goddaughter's here. She just graduated from high school. She's about to go to college. And I got her a job working at our juice bar, Juices for Life. Problem is this, okay? All these older men keep coming in there and hitting on her, and it makes her very uncomfortable, and she doesn't know how to handle it. And so I was having this conversation with her on how do you deal with men who keep on pressuring you and coming on to you and seemingly not wanting to take no for an answer, but you're at work trying to do what you have to do. And so I was trying to tell her what she needs to do to these perverted old men that keep coming into the juice bar and trying to get her phone number. You look them in the eye and you said, I'm only 15. If they persist, then you call the police. But she's not 15. You know, I told her that. I told her that before to tell people that she's underage. Yes. And she said, they'll say things like, well, I'll wait. And, uh, I'll wait for you. Let's keep in contact. You can't have friends. Like, disgusting. And then, and, then, and then she says, I'm calling the police right now then. Oh. But they know she's not a, They know she's not 15 because she's working at the juice bar. No. But, you know, it's, so it's important for her to know how to handle this period, like just in her life moving forward. So because she does, she told me that she gets nervous and sometimes she'll like laugh it off. Mm-hmm. But she does get nervous and she has a nervous laugh when things like that happen. But she does feel really uncomfortable. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. If you have a, a, a young daughter, a goddaughter, a sister, a friend and she's 17, 18 years old, and these old pervs are, are trying to holler at her, what do you tell her? I mean, you could also tell her, you just say, yo, I got ringworm all in my mouth. What? I got ringworm all you in my mouth. You think she gives a damn you about, you think they give a damn about ringworms? No. Uh, <laughs> or herpes? Something else? Crabs? Uh, they don't a lot care of them, about a lot that. It's probably like me too. <laughs> me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but let me tell you, when she told me that I was on the flight coming to Detroit, I wanted to turn around and go back and be like, let me go to this. Just Pilot, see turn around. I'm t- you might try to crabs. Like I got mad crabs, sir. I just, you know, if you want to, if you want to talk to me, I give you my number. I just got crabs. Nobody everywhere. care about crabs no more. Nobody care about crabs either. No, that's right. curable. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What should she tell him? What would you tell your daughter, your goddaughter, your sister? Call anybody that you're close to. And for all you guys out there that are making women uncomfortable by going into their places of business or approaching them in the street or whatever, is terrible, terrible way to make a woman feel. All right. When she feels powerless and can't do anything about it. So I want y'all to check yourselves, too. All right. We'll take your call when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Angela Yee told us the story about her goddaughter. Yes. Uh, she's working at the juice bar for the summer. And she's here going, she's about to start college. She's young. She just graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. And all these guys keep on hitting on her and pressuring her. And it's making her very uncomfortable. So if you're one of those guys, I'm letting you know right now, chill out, cut it out, cut the ish. Right. So, I mean, you said earlier that she laughs sometimes and... It's a nervous laugh. It's like she doesn't know how to handle it or what to do. So what I'm asking... 
you ladies, and I'm going to tell you what advice I gave her, but I want to hear what advice you guys have for my goddaughter when it comes to these guys. Well, first of all, I would try to tell her to stop the laugh because I think sometimes with that laugh, might you know, guys might think or perverts might think it's funny and that they're getting through to her and that might you know push them to push a little further because they think that maybe she likes it. So I would right, try to tell of course. Her to stop but the I laugh. completely understand the nervous laughter thing because we all have had that issue at times where we're like, I don't know what else to do, so I'm just gonna like, what the hell. Yeah, on a serious note, I guess I, I, I guess you could just tell her to try to talk stern to him, be like, no, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend. I would appreciate if you leave me alone. If not... She said, I've told her that I've had a boyfriend. She said she's tried that, and they don't care. They're like, well, he's not here. Well, you're not allowed to have friends? No, I'm not allowed to have friends, and I'm at work right now, and you're disrespecting me. Would you do this to your mother? Would you do this to your daughter? I told her to say that, too. I said, listen, sir, I just want to say right now I'm feeling very uncomfortable with the way that you're speaking to me. I'm at my place of business. And would you? how would you feel if somebody was speaking to a, a person close to you, a family member, the way that you're approaching me? Now, I try to be polite with you about it, but I'm letting you know right now I'm not interested. So do you want to order something? And then if, and if they, yeah, I would do that. And then be like, I'm going to ask you one more time. And then I'm going to pull my mace out my purse and I'm going to spray this whole bitch up. All right? My family but some mem- guys react like ridiculously when some, when you turn them down. So I just don't want her to be in a position where things turn crazy. And I've definitely put everybody on alert at the juice bar to let them know to look out for her and make sure that nobody is bothering her and let people know, excuse me, either order something or you can get out. Or she pulls out her phone and says, I'm on my live right now. This is a creep. What's your name, creep? <laughs> What's your name, creep? And I bet you the guy stopped. Well, let's go to the phone lines. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Aerodesia. Hey, Deja. Now, uh, how old are you, Deja? Why are you going to shorten my name like that? I ain't said give you permission. You gave her a nickname already. <laughs> yeah. What'd you, what'd you, you say it was? It's Aerodesia. But good morning, Breakfast Club. I love y'all. You don't want me to say hey, your Aerodesia. full name, so I'm just going to say Deja. <laughs> no, well, that's okay. Thank uh, you. How old are you, Deja? Um, I'm not going to tell you. I am a woman of a particular age, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> well, tell your niece. She needs to remind these young, healthy men, these old, healthy men, what she can put in a drink if they want to wait for her. Because she doesn't need to tolerate it. That's one thing. She wants to protect herself, but she doesn't have to be mean. And I'll get that's what you're trying to get her to do, right? No, I'm not telling her to be mean. I think you have to start it off by letting people look, look, I'm not interested. That's a good way to start it. But if they continue to persist and make her feel uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. that's when you have to really put it down and be like, look, I'm not playing. What about if she says, I'm not interested in men? Straight face. Sometimes that's not a deterrent. Yeah, that actually might make them like her even more. Oh. All right. Well, thank Um, you, Deja. Yeah, I probably. Good luck. (laughs) Thank you. Jessica. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what what should ye do and tell her goddaughter? Uh, I definitely tell her if they keep on asking and they are telling them no, to just give them the number, but give them the number to their parents, and I'll be happy as a parent to tell Ooh, them. Ooh, I like that. So <laughs> you say, okay, yeah, give me your number, I'll call you later, and then have daddy call them and threaten them. Yes, yeah, as, as they call, let them know that your parents know that they're going to be receiving the phone calls and be happy. Now, you, you can't tell them that. You just be like, all right, give me your number. I'll call you later. And then later on, daddy called. Be like, excuse me, sir. What are you doing? What are you trying to do with my daughter? You know my daughter's 17, right? Yeah, that's what you should yeah, do. Well, or either yeah. they can ask for the number. You can give them the number, but give them your parents' number. So when they call thinking they're going to get you, 
they get your parents. Now, nah, I don't get no perv. My number then the perv calling me all the time trying I to know, hook up no, with no, me. No. Hey, Evie, can you uh, play my record? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather them call me than uh, calling my child because I'd be more than happy to tell them off. Okay. Well, thank you, Jessica. And I hate the fact that they know where they can find her because she's at work. You All know? day so. long. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. He has a goddaughter who's in town. And I don't know if we should have said this because now everybody's going to go to Juice Ball looking for her right now. No, because they're going to know that it's not going down. And I'm letting y'all know right now that I will repeat, report y'all if I have to. That's right. Well, she has a, a, a goddaughter that's working at the Juice Bar on Malcolm X in Brooklyn. And a lot of these pervs are trying to holler at her. And she's only 18. She just turned 18. Leave her alone. She's Back a baby. What she just ye- graduated high school. What should ye tell her to do? Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're talking about Blueface. Blueface says he's a lyricist, and we're just asking, what do you think? 800-585-1051. India, you there with us? I am here. What do you think? Blueface, is he a lyricist? I don't even know why that's a question. The boy <laughs> raps like he can't read out loud. I don't even know why he's even rapping. He sings his own songs off beat. All the songs sound the same. He can't even say Tatiana on the Tatiana beat. I just don't understand. Now, I, don't I, do, I, I disagree with you. I think that Blueface would be an amazing speaker reading out loud because he has such confidence. When you have that type of confidence saying nothing, you will definitely get on stage and read out loud in an incredible way. Nah, he rap like he crit walk. Just saying. All right, goodbye, mama. Hello, who's this? This is Yolanda. What's up, Andy? Yolanda. Good morning. What's up, Charlotte? What's up, Andy? What's what up, Yolanda? How are you? We're talking blue face. I'm good. We're talking about your favorite rapper. That is not my favorite rapper. Plies? <laughs> my favorite rapper for one. Plies? <laughs> Plies? Let's get that right. Yeah. I like Plies. Plies get busy. Is okay. he a lyricist? Plies, act- I Plies think Plies has lyrics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Plies is a lyricist, but he got Wait lyrics. Wait a minute, Charlotte. Huh? Wait a minute. But Blueface, Uh-oh. Blueface sounds like a whole nursery rhyme. Like, all his lines run together. He needs to sit back and really listen like, to some pop, Biggie, Jeezy, T.I. He needs to listen to some niggas that really pay the way for him. Like, he has, my, my 12-year-old son just started writing rap. And he sound way better than him. <laughs> <laughs> My son got a song that he just wrote two weeks ago. It say hands up, guns down. Like... Why you talk with some meaning? Well, like, let, let, well, I just I just learned from Blueface this morning that the hook of your son's song should be hands up, down. <laughs> what? Because no, that's, no, that's what Blueface that's calls. Good. That's what Blueface calls guns. <laughs> she calls him. <laughs> I'm serious. Thank you, Mama. He's, Thank you. All right. Hands up. Hello. Who's this? <laughs> Good morning, Tiffany. Hold on. Shut up, man. You can't say all right? You cannot say Sorry, mama. <laughs> Tiffany, yeah, I'm sorry, up. Tiffany. Yeah, it's, get, it's oh, a little crazy up here this morning. What these new guys is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, uh, what, what did you think of Blueface? You think he's a lyricist? I think he's booty. Oh, my gosh. You think he's booty? Yeah, killing yeah, blue like face when you get morning. in the shower and you get fresh and then you got to take a poo like right after. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah. This is too yeah. much. <laughs> That's TMI. That's too much You think information. that people would have this issue with him if he didn't declare himself? No. Nobody would fine. say anything because you make good records. No. He makes good records. And there's a lot of people like him who suck and they make songs and it's okay. You think he might have did this just to spark a conversation? Kind of similar to when Jacquees said he was the best. Here's the thing. You're R&B not going to. 
it's a lot of things yeah. that it's a lot of things that you we accept. It's a lot of things that we accept in this society. Okay, but this is one thing I will not accept. <laughs> I will not accept Blueface telling me that he's a lyricist when I got ears. My goodness. Heard. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Tiff. So, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is. The best rapper in the game is Rhapsody. All right, since we talking, since we wasted all of this time this morning talking about who's not a lyricist, let me tell you who the best lyricist is. Rhapsody, the best lyricist in hip hop in this current moment is a woman. All right, you don't believe me? Go listen to Layla's wisdom, goddamn it, and go listen to her new verse on um, I think it's called Walk Like a God. It's a song that Murs Murs and Ninth One that came out yesterday. Nobody, not, ain't none of y'all is better than Rhapsody now, except for Kendrick Lamar. All right, Kendrick Lamar and Rhapsody. Same weight class. Now, you, we have rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about a response. This is what Nicole Murphy had to say about those pictures that came out of her and Antoine Fuqua kissing, even though he's married to Layla Rashawn. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So let's give you a refresher on what went down. Kodak Black put out a freestyle from jail over the phone, and he said some really nasty things about Young Miami. I got Gucci trap and all the yellow 88 swing, and I bought Young Miami a ring. She bought an 808, baby. When I see him hit that bitch on her stomach, the way I keep this too real, they say I'm f***ing up my money. Well, Young Miami's soon-to-be baby daddy, a.k.a. her man, responded. Southside had this to say about Kodak. Hey, 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 somebody said Kodak suck a d- how about that out of jail first? Well, now Kodak Black fans are trying to say that he's banned from ca- coming to Broward County, and Southside has responded to these allegations that he's banned. I have a multi-million dollar home in Broward. Oh, Y'all don't shut that ass Broward up, Shut up. I live in Broward. Broward police is not playing. Y'all just cap his hill. Stop playing, bro. So wait a minute. Kodak Black's fans are banning Southside for mm-hmm. what Kodak Black said? Yeah, and I don't understand this that at all. Because if somebody said that about your girl who was pregnant, wouldn't you be mad? Oh, yeah, I, I would I would do a lot worse than Southside. I would try to ban him. I would be, oh, yeah, you know me, though. Yeah, so I'm just confused on why they mad at Southside for something that Kodak said that he didn't have to say about Young Miami. That doesn't even make sense. All right, well, let's do some good news now. Nicki Minaj and her boyfriend have gotten their marriage license. So looks like they are planning to get married. They went to the Beverly Hills Courthouse on Monday. And a lot of people said they saw Nicki Minaj there along with her, her, I guess now, fiancé, Kenneth Petty. And they were there getting their license and all the paperwork they need to get married. I thought so, they got their licenses weeks ago. I thought, didn't they announce that a long time ago, like before the 4th of July, that they got their marriage license? Or well, TMZ she said reported? it on Queen Radio that they already had gotten their marriage license, but now people spotted them okay. going. And so I don't know if there was some other paperwork that needed to be, d- be done or if she already was planning to do that. But they said a marriage license is good for a maximum of 90 days. Okay, well, so I'm, ha- I'm happy So maybe she got it and then mm-hmm. she had to get another one because it ran out because they didn't do their official wedding yet who knows but she's been going really hard for her man and letting people know if there's any backlash that she is in love and she's happy and it ain't about money it ain't about other things this is somebody that knew her since she was 15 years old that's all that matters all right now gucci man has to pay ten thousand dollars in child support if you guys remember he's been going this whole child support battle she wanted uh twenty thousand dollars a month he was only paying two thousand dollars a month well now they've reached a settlement and that settlement is $10,000 a month. And that's with his baby mom, Sheena Evans. So they've been battling since last year. So finally, they have now come to this. So okay. That's, actually, that, that's uh, actually not bad for Gucci Mane because Gucci Mane makes a lot of money out there. And $10,000, you, you would figure it'd be a, a lot more. But 
I mean, that's not bad. Right. He does still have to pay that back child support. So that's going to be a big check as well. Mm -hmm. But the child does stay with Evans for the majority of the time. He does get visitation rights. But, you know, she raises your child. You want to make sure that child is is living in a great environment, I would think. Just as comfortable as you are. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now we got a shout to YBN Cordo for joining us this morning. Corday. What did I say, Cordo? Yeah, yes. You said, Corday. You? you said something that didn't that didn't match. <laughs> Corday. Well, thank you yes. for joining us this morning. Yeah, man. And listen, I want to salute salute my guy Carlito, man. Uh, Carlito is, is is a guy who cut my hair quite a few times, man. Mm-hmm. Good dude. He's having a back-to-school charity event in uh, Atlanta. Okay, it's going to be at, well, actually in Snellville, Georgia. 2135 Main Street East, Snellville, Georgia. And that is tomorrow. Okay? okay. And he has uh, Carlos Miller, Chico Bean, and DC Young Fly, 85 South will be there. So they're going to have back-to-school haircuts and book bags and school supplies and games and food. And I sent them a whole bunch of copies of my book, Black Privilege, and mm-hmm. shook one for people to get. And um, you can register for free haircuts, all kind of stuff. So go check out my guy, Carlito, at his barbershop, 2135 Main Street, East Snellville, Georgia. They got a back-to-school charity event tomorrow. Okay? All right, and I, I just want to shout out everybody here in Detroit. You know, I'm out here, and I just did a seat at the table yesterday. They're talking about the state of black women and families in Michigan, an issue forum. And thank you to Wakenya Clanton. She works for... Uh, the DNC. She's a senior advisor to the chairman, to Tom Perez from the DNC. And they had a great panel that was put together. Mayor Karen Weaver from Flint, Michigan spoke. Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence spoke. Uh, Virgie Rollins, a DNC Black Caucus chair, she was there hosting everything too and she spoke. We had a lot of great women in the building. Uh, it was an honor to be on the panel and be in such a powerful room and with the presence of these great women. And, you know, the debates are starting tonight. So I always tell people, I encourage you guys, if you don't know who you like, you don't know what's going on, a good step is to watch these uh, debates. These are the second debates, and they are in Detroit today and tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, when we come back, we got your positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You guys have a great day today. Oh, and, and one more thing I want to say. I have an event today with Google out here in Detroit. I haven't been to their offices yet, but shout out to Katrina Turnbow. It's like a fireside chat. So if you guys haven't registered, then make sure y'all come to Google and hear this whole conversation that'll be happening this afternoon. And Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yes, man. Uh, the positive note is, number one, Google fascism and what it is, <laughs> okay? Because, you know, the... the Federal Republican Party is the fastest institution now. But also, man, don't let life discourage you. Everyone who got where he is had to begin where he was. Breakfast Club, bitches! <laughs>